0: On today's podcast, I had Dr. Kean Vu on and Kean and I talked a lot about what it takes for an entrepreneur to have peak performance. It's funny because I recently got a blood test to kind of see my baseline and I had Kian look at it and give me some feedback on exactly what I need to do um, differently in my lifestyle, what kind of supplements I should take. And um, it was really good. And it was so good, in fact, that I invited him to come to Vegas and talk all about not only just my lab results, but how all entrepreneurs could start living in a much healthier way to do so much better in the business, and um, in this podcast, it doesn't disappoint. We go over what Kian dubs the seven different um, ways to basically increase your health. Like these different habits will create, um, you know, everything that you need to be healthy without any of this other stuff that everyone tells you to get. Um, and I'm a firm believer as well. I think it starts with fixing you. Um, but along with that, we talk about all these different things that um, I see a lot of entrepreneurs talking about online, like. TRT and testosterone peptides, you know, gut issues, stem cells. Like, I've seen a lot of this, and I've had questions about it because I just don't understand it. And Kean is kind enough to address them and answer them for me, so I, I have a much deeper understanding. So, um, if you are an entrepreneur, I'm not even going to say if you're, you know, bad health or. Overweight, just if you're an entrepreneur, okay, even if you think you're doing good, you need to watch this episode because um, there's a lot that you can learn about your body, which is going to be the engine that fuels your growth and business and everything else. So with that being said, let's jump into it. Welcome to the Ryan Panetta Show. Where our mission is to invest. I only expect to make money in things that I understand. Innovate.
1: It's about believing in the future and thinking that the future will be better than the past.
0: And inspire. I am much more likely to hit my goal just due to putting it out there. now rocking with the best. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Ryan Panetta Show. Today, we have a health expert. This man has actually looked at my lab results and given me some feedback. He was highly recommended by my friend, Carlos Reyes. And um, as I've gotten to know him and looked through his book, um, I've seen a lot of cool things that I actually want to touch on um, regarding health that I think are going to help a lot of entrepreneurs. So without further ado, I've got none other than Kian Vu. What's up, man?
1: How's it going? Thanks for the invitation. Your your studio here is amazing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. I'm uh, excited to have you because I've – wanted to start branching off into, you know, experts in other industries and <clears throat> everything else. And I think that health is something I'm very
1: into now. Yeah. I,
0: I hadn't had a blood test in like I, literally in my life. Like I haven't had to go look at it. I'm like, ah, I'm fit and feel good, whatever. Um, but now I'm getting the blood test. You know, I got the aura ring now. Mm-hmm. Um I did a 30 day fast with no coffee or alcohol. And I'm just trying like I understand I'm getting older. So I'm like, how do I take care of myself better? And uh, I think you're the man to tell me.
1: Thanks, man. Um, I think so many entrepreneurs, uh, you know, a lot of my clients are entrepreneurs now and they're like super successful. They really mastered the game of making money and building their empire. They just left out the focus uh, on their health. And so they come to me typically uh, with a a lot of money and uh, typically overweight, probably either insulin resistant or diabetic. They've got a lot of metabolic a marker's off. Their libido is shot. Their energy is shot. And the hustle energy that they had building their empire, they've lost that edge. Mm. Yeah. Why do you think that happens? It's because when you focus, you know, it, it's where your focus goes, where your focus goes is where everything goes um, and where your energy goes. And when you're focused on just building without being conscious about, you know, other things in your life, uh, if you take that energy away, either from your health or from your relationships or whatever it may be, those things will slip. And so, if you're not putting enough attention and energy into maintaining health and optimal performance, uh, you, you're going to lose that.
0: Right. So, what is typically
1: happening? Like, are they just not working out? Are they just not eating
0: right? Do they not sleep? Is it a combination? How's this play
1: Some out? Some people don't even know. So, <laughs> You're right um, in that they aren't sleeping well, they're not eating well, they're, they've got a lot of stress going on in their lives, and they're, they just haven't had a lot of time to sit down and pause. And when I initially meet a lot of them, they're like, oh yeah, I'm probably not doing this. The thing is, I think they are so wrapped up and so uh, focused on their work that everything else they're not even conscious of. And I think- Uh, That's really the problem, and uh, I know we're going to talk about my book, and it's really becoming more conscious in seven areas of your life, sleep, nutrition, movement, your stress and emotions, your thoughts, your relationships, and then also purpose. Those things actually correspond to biological markers and changes that actually speak to your DNA. If you can audit those seven areas of your life, you can change how your DNA is actually being expressed.
0: Yeah, I wanna dive into those. Um before we dive into them, I'm I'm actually he- happy to share my health. Yeah. You know, you looked over it. Um right now I got a little bit of a cough because I uh had my event last week and so I lost my voice and I guess a lot of stress too, you know. Yeah. But uh tell me like what did you see from my markers?
1: Well, I see somebody that's actually um that pays attention to their health pretty well. I mean a lot of the markers I look at are metabolic health. So I look at people's blood sugars, their insulin levels, because a lot of people right now, if they are not conscious of their health, that's one of the first things that go. I could see that their blood glucose levels are rising. Their insulin levels are going up. Those are people heading towards the diabetes realm. And You know, this, the stats are crazy. Like one in two people are actually insulin resistant and about one in four people are actually diabetic. Mm. So you were great in, uh, in those markers. I then take a look at people's hormones to see where, where they're at. For men beginning at the age of 30, people will tend to lose one to 2% of their testosterone. And that's really the, um, the, uh, hormone that keeps people, uh, with lean muscle, keeps people from getting brain fog, keeps people feeling motivated. Mm. Uh, and what I see in a lot of entrepreneurs, like with stress, with the lack of sleep, and then with poor nutrition, their testosterone dips even faster than the regular person. Yours was right on target for you know uh, for, for uh, your age, and it's perfect. Um, what we do see, and th- here's the strange thing, is your vitamin D levels were slightly suboptimal. That was really the only thing to replace in you was your vitamin D levels. We typically want them from uh, the numbers of sixty to eighty years or, or so to be optimal. And the thing is vitamin D is something that we normally get when we get sunshine, you actually golf a lot. So it's pretty surprising that people that live uh, outside who actually spend a good amount of time outside are still deficient in vitamin D. Vitamin D is actually a master hormone that's involved in a lot of metabolic processes. And so if your body's spending a lot of time trying to detoxify things and, and, and is worked in other ways, your vitamin D levels will dip. So knowing your vitamin D levels are low and optimizing them will keep you, uh, you know, uh, optimized as well.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. So it was good for me to see, um, you prescribed me a few supplements I could just buy on Amazon. Nothing mm-hmm. crazy. Um, I think one was, what was it called D H
1: D H E A D H E A. Yeah. D H E A is actually a precursor hormone, uh, to some of the, um, to some of the sex hormones that we have. So DHEA is a precursor to testosterone. So that's something that, you know, if, if you're slightly deficient in that, uh, taking DHEA will, uh, increase your energy and will give your testosterone levels a boost as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, um, looking at it from the perspective of, man, I see all my buddies getting like TRT and all this stuff. And I'm like, do, does every entrepreneur I know is, are they just roided out? Like what, what is going on here? And, um, I've never taken anything period in my life because for one, I was a pro athlete. So, you know, there was always the drug testing thing. Yeah. You couldn't never do it. Um, and two, I just was like, you know what? Like I like how I look like I don't really care. And so, but I was curious where my levels were at. Cause I'm like, well, I guess I should actually get tested now. And you know, there's no, I guess moral thing now where before it was like, yeah, I'm never doing that morally because right. it's, it's, it's against the rules and everything else. But now there's nothing to stop me from doing whatever I want. But, um, we actually talked about that TRT issue with all these entrepreneurs, like
1: the the pros and cons of it. Absolutely. I mean, some people, some entrepreneurs are so performance-based that they just want to take everything and it's not necessarily the right thing to do, um, particularly in, in, in people who are younger than 40 and who still want to have children. So if you take exogenous TRT, it's actually going to stop your own testes from producing testosterone. And here's the thing. If your TRT is low because you're living a poor lifestyle, you're not really fixing the underlying problem. Yeah. Um, just by take, taking TRT. And that's just going to increase. So again, that's going to, you know, probably cause your balls to shrink yeah. and then cause your sperm count to be lower. And I know that you talked about wanting more children later on down the road, that um, you know, that's not something I, I go to first. I first go to the lifestyle because lifestyle, most of those things will kind of correct on their own. Right. Um, if you do that. And then afterwards, there there are some other things that you can supplement with that you don't have to go directly to TRT. Uh, and finally, if you do need to go TRT, um, you know, see somebody who actually does it, you know, for a living, somebody who's been trained um, either in anti-aging or or gotten some some hormonal training. Don't just go to anyone to get that done. Uh, and certainly if you're younger and if somebody's just pushing TRT on you, I would probably just, you know, ask yourself, am I fully, you know, of the things, seven things that I mentioned, am I really living optimally in those seven areas of my life and if not maybe address those first before going exogenous
0: yeah no, 100 i um for me obviously like even when i was playing we were always thinking about man how can we improve our strength and our speed and everything else so it's like yeah i would love to have my testosterone higher and so so i'm like okay like what are some things i can do and I, i've been doing some research of you know like the sauna i've read can increase your testosterone i've read that like getting one of these um I just bought this thing from my bed called a Chili Pad mm-hmm. to make it yeah. super cold um, to get better sleep, uh, the, the DHEA. So I'm like,
1: how can I naturally raise
0: my testosterone with all these different ways?
1: So one thing that's cool about my book is that if you want your body to physiologically function better in all categories, work on those seven things in the book. If you sleep better, your testosterone and your growth hormone levels will be more optimized. Two is the nutrition part. Well, testosterone is actually a steroid hormone. So having good fats in your diet will be helpful for that. So that's like uh, coconut or coconut oil, avocado or avocado oil, nuts and seeds and eggs are great sources of cholesterol. That's the building block for testosterone. Um, And then also not eating processed foods and sugars and fried foods and things like that. That'll be helpful too. Uh, next is uh, movement or exercise. If you lift heavy things, you're going to boost your testosterone and right. your growth hormone. So you could do that naturally.
0: That's my favorite thing to do.
1: Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, stress levels. Are you maintaining, you know, are, are you like super stressed out? Because if you're stressed out, guess what? Your 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 testosterone levels will plummet as well. Right. So all those seven things that I talked about in my book is actually ways to actually maintain uh, testosterone naturally.
0: All right. Let's talk about the seven things. Let's go over yeah. number one. Yeah. Sleep. Sleep. Okay. So tell me, what is there to know about sleep?
1: Well, sleep is really right. I put it as number one, because if your sleep is off, it throws your whole body off. Your body is under a normal rhythm called the circadian rhythm. And basically all your hormones will basically, you know, go in line to, to the wake and sleep cycles of you. If your sleep is off, your hormones are going to be off and your biology is going to be off. So maintaining and getting regular sleep is so important. That's a tough thing to do as an entrepreneur, but what I say is if you can craft your lifestyle, and it's so hard for an entrepreneur, where you go to bed and you wake up the same day, all right, at the same time, every single day, even on the weekends, yep. that's when you have optimal sleep. And, and typically, typically, you want to shoot for seven to nine hours.
0: Right. So for me, it's an interesting thing because
1: my wife hates it. because Well, she doesn't hate it. She's just
0: jealous that <laughs> I, I can fall asleep on a dime like instantly. And she has a tough time sleeping. She wakes up a lot. She's not getting good sleep. And for me, you know, when I was playing baseball, um, I had to learn to sleep in like weird situations, right? Mm. Because we'd be on the road. We finish a game at midnight. I'd have to sleep on the bus on the way to the next place, you know, in a crappy seat. And I remember one time in, in one of my teams that we didn't have a sleeper bus where, you know, they had like little beds on the bus. So we would buy these Walmart floaty rafts. And we'd blow them up and sleep on the floor on, on a raft, <laughs> a pool raft. And so I've I've literally slept in anything you can imagine. And I taught myself how to sleep quick, but I never understood like I guess how different I was with sleep until recently when I got the Aura Ring. Mm-hmm. So like the Aura Ring is like super legit with telling you your sleep. Yeah, and um, it's weird because I only sleep about on average. If you look at my stats, I'd say it's about five and a half to six hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but my deep sleep is usually like two to three hours a night. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And I and then as I started researching it more, I was like, well, yeah, that's why I don't have to sleep as long because my deep sleep is like,
1: is would you say it's the most vital? It's the most rejuvenative part. Your, your deep sleep and your REM sleep are most important. Your deep sleep is really important for cellular rejuvenation. And that's when you get all your, all your rest. Your REM sleep, that's when your memories consolidate. Like if you... If you uh, wake up one day and all of a sudden things just clicked, that's because you, you were in REM sleep. That's where all the lucid dreaming happens in REM. So you want, you want to make sure you have a good amount of both. The deep sleep usually happens earlier uh, in the evening. So you usually, usually get more deep sleep earlier on and you get more REM sleep a little bit later.
0: Okay. Yeah. And that, and that makes sense because my REM sleep is low
1: because I just don't sleep a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like what what would be the purpose of getting more REM sleep? Just- ideas or? Well, yes, again, it consolidates memory and it's also super important for your emotional and mental states. Mm. So people who don't get enough REM are typically depressed, they're very anxious and things like that as well. Mm. Okay. What would
0: you say a guy like me
1: who's just used to sleeping
0: less and like my body just to your point, I, I go to sleep around the same time every day. Yeah. I wake up around the same time every day with or without an alarm. Mm-hmm. Like, would you say I should still sleep
1: more or I'm used to it? No, I would probably say if you're getting six hours and you're feeling great throughout the day and you're getting adequate amounts of deep sleep, uh, I think you're, you're gravy. Okay. Perfect. So normally if you live a relatively good lifestyle, like all the other six factors in your life are going really, really well, you tend to actually need a little bit less sleep than somebody who doesn't.
0: Oh, that makes sense because my body's already getting taken care of with the other stuff. There you go.
1: Okay. So sleep's super important.
0: Would you say that that's the most important? Like if you had to pick.
1: Oh, well, I mean, look, if sleep is off, everything else is off. Uh, I, I can't say there's one that, that's more important than than the others, except for I feel like life is different when I am not living most authentically as the person I'm I'm meant to show up as. If I am an inauthentic person and I'm not showing up the way that I should be showing up and living life that way, and this is really in that space of purpose, um, I get, I feel like I'm sick. And so purpose, I think for me is, is really the, the number one thing.
0: Okay. So let's talk about purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me
1: about that. Well, purpose is really, are you living a life that's truly aligned to you? You know? And some people are like, oh, how do I find my purpose And, and whatnot? And I think it's, it's less about something you need to find, but something you remember, you know, I have a 17 month old daughter and she is, uh, she is just like really, really present and happy. And she's just like glowing. And I believe that's really, truly our natural state. We go through life and then we're told maybe, okay, you're never going to get a job doing that. You'll never make money doing that. Oh, you're too this, you're too that. And we start to conform or change who we are. Uh, and that actually builds stress in our body when we try to become someone we're not. You know, when I was a doctor who was hustling in the hospital, try to succeed and succeed and succeed, that's how I got sick. I was so living this life that I thought would bring me happiness um, and quote unquote success that living a life outside of my, uh, you know, outside of alignment to who I really am actually brought disease to me. Mm. And so it's, and so how do you find your purpose It's remembering who you are, remembering the things that light you up, remembering the things that put you in flow and doing those things. And if you start to share that with other people, share who you are with other people, that's purpose.
0: If you're listening to this podcast, then my guess is you're interested in real estate investing. Some of you are just starting out while others are trying to scale their business to the next level. But the problem is with so much information out there, most people don't know which program or coach to trust. Well, I'm a bit biased, but I believe my company, Future Flipper, can help you get to the next level. We've coached thousands of students from all over the world on how to build their real estate investing business. It doesn't matter whether you want to flip, wholesale or buy rentals our coaching program has everything you need to become a great investor there are many things that we include with coaching but to give you a few examples you're going to get an accountability coach these are people that have had success in their own business and they want to make sure that you achieve success in yours we also have all of our documents our systems and processes that i've used to buy hundreds of homes you can copy and paste them directly into your own business And we have events where you get to meet me, top-level guest speakers, and other students who are crushing it. My students do deals with each other, and I personally do deals with them too. In fact, at a recent event, I just honored over 20 people in our program that made over a million dollars in the last year. So if you want to grow your real estate business, head over to futureflipper.com and apply for a call with our team. The call is completely free and they can help point you in the right direction whether you work with us or not. So go to futureflipper.com and book your call today. For the last year, the real estate market has been on absolute fire. Prices are at all time highs, interest rates are at all time lows, and there is more money in the economy than ever. But with so much competition, many investors are sitting on cash, struggling to find great deals. If this sounds like you, then you need to invest with Panetta Capital. With my network and social media following, we get access to the best real estate deals all over the country. And if you're an accredited investor, you can invest with me on those deals. In fact, last year, we purchased a 334-unit apartment complex in Georgia for almost $20 million. We expect it to be worth well over $30 million when it's all said and done. Our goal with each deal is to build in so much equity from the beginning that we're able to refinance our investors cash out and own the properties together with little to no money into the deal. And the best part is you don't have to do anything. Our team will find the deals, handle the renovations, get them leased, and eventually refinanced or sold. All you have to do is provide the capital. So if you want exclusive access to our deals before they hit the public, go to PanedaCapital.com to schedule a call. We can put your money to work today to start getting you great returns. So go to PinedaCapital.com now to get access to our deals. Yeah, I agree. I think I've talked about this with jobs and careers and everything else. When you're doing what you love and you're really good at it, you know, it really doesn't matter how much money you make, right? You're going to just love it. And if you can make a lot of money doing it, then you're just really living good. Yeah. Um, But so many people just, they do a job they hate you know, and maybe it makes some money. Maybe it doesn't, or, you know, they're doing something that maybe they're not that good at. And, you know, maybe they're good at something else that they're really passionate about, but you know, it just doesn't pay the bills for whatever reason. And so for me, you know, I've realized as I started to
1: learn my purpose
0: more and more and learn what I was good at and understand myself, it just like everything became easier. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a, there's an energetic, I mean, when you're doing the thing that lights you up that you should be doing it, it's almost kind of like you've tapped into flow and things just become a lot easier and get this. Once you're in that mode and you're like this high vibe person, whether you're in business, you're in your relationship, whatever it is, more is going to come to you.
0: Right. Yeah. hundred percent. What's the next one?
1: The next one would be uh, nutrition.
0: Let's At, talk about this. I, I, there's so much that goes into diet that I have so many questions about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you tell me first. Like I what?
1: try to make things really simple. Um, Eat real food, uh, eat uh, mostly plants, like 75% of your plate should be plants. And then the rest is a is a clean um, uh, protein source and just eat it minimally processed. Meaning, you know, going from farm to table, there's less like, you know, processing along the way. So if you eat real food and you don't eat all the time, you know, occasionally skip a meal, occasionally, you know, fast for a couple of days, that's typically it. Avoid sugar and all that processed foods. That's that those those are basically the basics.
0: So tell me about fasting. Since yeah. I I recently um I went on a two day fast yeah. and then that led to a thirty day fast of just I still ate food but mm-hmm. just coffee, alcohol, stimulants, everything. Yeah.
1: So like, what what kind of benefits does fasting give? So some people think fasting is a thing that we're just doing now, when really fasting is what we were designed to do as a species that's alive, right? You've got every single species, whether it's one cell or multi-cell, that needs to be able to develop a way to survive when there's energy resources and when they're not. So that's built in, right? Right. So how people are, or how um, uh, we are created is that when we don't have the energy sources, we learn how to take junk from our body, renew them, and then um, perform. That's what happens when we fast. There's a process called autophagy, which is basically eating up the stuff that's junk and then renewing it for something else. If you never stop eating, you're, you don't allow that process to happen. So you're just like creating more and more junk in your body, creating cells that are not very efficient doing what we're doing. So we were meant to fast. And so, um, you know, a lot of people find that they, they are much clearer when they fast. They find that they've got more energy when they when they fast. And we definitely are seeing a lot of data that people are living longer when they include fasting in their life.
0: So how often would you fast and how long? Like what, what do you think is optimal
1: for just I a normal person? I would probably say, you know, if you're used to eating all the time, start by, you know, shaving down the hours you, you eat to like 12 hours and then 10 hours. Uh, do it a couple times a week if that feels good. And then just mix it up.
0: So you're just talking about intermittent fasting.
1: Well, intermittent fasting and some prolonged fasting. So prolonged fasting is, you know, typically more than 48 hours. And when you do prolonged fast, you get additional benefits. You get more autophagy, you get stem cell renewal. But what I would say is our ancestors would basically ate when there was food around. And when there weren't, wasn't food around, they would stop eating. So I would say just mix it up. If you're not hungry, maybe just go go without eating at, at that time. Yeah. Would you say though, like maybe once a month,
0: once a quarter, once a week, like what?
1: Well, this is how I do it. And I think, you know, um, uh, do this with your doctor, see what your labs look like and see are the results you want in your life, you know. um, Talk talk
0: to me from my point of view, since you know my labs. Like, what would you prescribe me if I was like, you know what, doc, I want to start fasting more regularly. For what, I would ask. I don't know, because you told me it was good. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would probably say you don't need to lose weight right now, all right? Already you're performing um, at, at a great level. So I would probably say for you, maybe every quarter doing a two, two day fast is great. Okay. All right. Totally cool. Do you think that like the people who intermittent fast, you know, every day, do you think that that's a thing that should be done? Yeah. I think people in general eat way too much. Like once they wake up, they are eating during the day between meals, they're snacking. And that again, doesn't allow your body to rejuvenate. So I think people are eating too much. I think intermittent fasting Really kind of shrinking down that your the time window that you're eating that's gonna help a lot for 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 many people
0: so one thing that I've always struggled with with intermittent fasting is just like i work out i I work out in the morning so it's like I'd be cool not eating but the problem is like you should always eat protein right after
1: you work out right so like what do I do that's a great question um some people say that um, you need that protein around uh, to really if your goal isn't to um isn't to build up a lot of muscle, you're probably okay.
0: Just not eating.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: But if I want to bulk up, I got to eat the protein after. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's my biggest struggle. It's like I get done lifting at like 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I I eat my breakfast and whatever. And then I have dinner at 6. And so, you know, it's pretty... I, I I know a lot of these intermittent fasting people want you to eat like in an eight-hour
1: window. Yeah. So typically those are... The rules, I mean, it's like, like I said, if you're not used to doing that, start with 12, then bring, go down to 10, then go down to eight. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, all
0: right. What about just like diet in general, like carbs, no carbs?
1: Well, I was a diabetic. There's really no essential carbs in our body. So we don't really need it. Uh, so because I was a diabetic, I try to avoid it as much as possible. But but look, if it's, uh, something we're celebrating and the dessert looks good, I'm going to have a bite. Right. Yeah.
0: So you just don't eat carbs really.
1: I would have it on occasion. Uh, I, I just try to avoid it when it's not, you know, when, you know, whenever possible, whenever it's not super tasty. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what I've noticed is like for me anyways, and I'd be curious to hear your take, is like, you know, I, I've worked out with so many athletes and bodybuilders and things. And so they live by carbs, right? They're like, mm-hmm. you got to eat chicken and rice, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, and, and they eat like whatever, eight times a day, yeah. you know, every other hour to bulk up. And I'm like, dude, I get so fat when I eat so many carbs. Like, I just – my body just cannot handle it. And I'm used to just eating a very low-carb, higher-fat diet. Like, I love beef. I love, you know, dressings and sauces and everything else. And I'm cool
1: not eating carbs. Yeah, it really depends on your activity level and what you're doing. If if you're an athlete, uh, you, you're going to be able to burn that off great. Um, I, I know I'm not one. So, uh, if I eat carbs, I will – Again, probably get diabetic again and also get fat. Mm. Okay. So I shouldn't feel bad about, no. you know, my body breaking down. No. Okay. So what's the next one? So we got movement. Just move every day. I mean, sitting is seriously the new smoking. I mean, it, it really turns revs down your, your body's will to want to live. Mm. So just move. You know, uh, lift weights. I think that's great. Get in something every day. Just like, don't stay still. Yeah. The key point.
0: You know, what's funny is, you know, since I grew up an athlete, I always was active. I I'd play basketball. I'd lift weights. I would do those things. And I remember thinking when I retired, this was back in 2017. I was like, man, I wonder if I'm going to have the same drive to like be active. Like, I wonder if I'm going to get fat or mm-hmm. whatever. And you know, sure enough, like all those years of just. Habits and discipline, I just never stopped. I'm like still training the exact same way. Now, granted, I don't um, sprint and run the way I used to, I just lift weights. Um, but now, you know, I play golf and I move around and I just couldn't imagine life not being active.
1: Yeah. Um, how many entrepreneurs that sit where I'm at right now uh, would you say live an active lifestyle? Ma'am,
0: I would guess not to throw people under the bus, but just thinking like off the top of my head, definitely less than half. Maybe, maybe yeah. it's a third
1: to yeah. actually do it. Yeah. And so I really hope, you know, that this message, you know, will wake some people up to really incorporate that into their life. Build your empire, yes, but you got to remember that you need to be who you are. Like you need to be in the thrive state. You need to, um, you know, have your energy, your vitality to carry out everything you want in your life.
0: What do you think about like, I guess, you know, because I know a lot of entrepreneurs like work out and that's what I do, but I've realized like in my post playing career, like I love competing.
1: Do you think that there's something healthy about getting out and competing? Absolutely. If it gets you to to move and do stuff, I mean, (laughs) ask yourself, does it bring you stress to do that?
0: Yeah, it's true too. (laughs) People just get stressed out over
1: competing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For me, I just, I'm like, now that I'm playing golf again, I'm like, okay, this is a sport that I can play forever. And you know, I can compete against other people and it's going to be
1: great. Yeah, I I think if that allows you to um, get better at your craft and it allows you to gauge sort of like your evolution and improvement, I think that's great. If you're tied to an outcome, I need to be champion, this and that, then it could be a little, um, you know, pathologic. Right. Yeah. Got it.
0: Okay, so I think that's four of them. Yeah.
1: What what are the rest? Well, we got uh, your, your, your emotions. Okay. So emotions like, joy, like connection, like laughter, um, all those positive emotions actually will decrease inflammation in your body. It will increase your immune system and it'll make you live longer if you've got those emotions in your life. Emotions like stress, like anger, like resentment, like hate, like worry, like anxiety, all those emotions drive up the stress hormones. It will increase inflammation. It will decrease your immune system. That will- put your cells in a suboptimal state and ultimately that leads you to have chronic symptoms and then eventually down the road, chronic disease. Mm. So just be mindful of those emotions, be mindful of your stress. Um, and then if you're living in those, those lower vibrational emotions, ask yourself why and get some help if, if you're in that uh, situation.
0: So let's talk about this. Like how would you, test that somebody's just like emotionally not there like just looking at them or like
1: could you see it in their blood you could start well not directly i can't look at your blood and go okay you must be depressed (laughs) right i it could suggest some stuff i mean because there are some biological things that make you feel a certain way um so uh but in general i could see if somebody was depressed or really stressed out their inflammatory markers on their bloods will will, will be increased and probably some other markers would, would change as well.
0: Right. Yeah. So, I mean, for somebody who is going through, you know, emotional issues, right. They're, they're a negative person versus, you know, a positive person. Like, is there anything that you would suggest someone does besides, you know, get on an antidepressant or something? Absolutely. What would you suggest?
1: I would, well, here's a cool part about my book is that, all those seven things are interconnected, right? They're all energetically connected. So if you work on one thing, you're going to improve something else. So emotionally, if you're off, if you sleep better, your emotions are <laughs> going to get better. If you eat better, your emotions are going to get better. If you start working out, your emotions will, will start getting better.
0: You live in your purpose. There you go. It's definitely going to be
1: your thoughts. When we can, we can talk about thoughts later on in a second, but if you start to reorient your thoughts and take your focus out of like, oh my God, the stressed out thing and start to focus on something else. Because you can't change all the thoughts that go through your head, and a lot of them are negative, but you can't change where you put the flashlight,
0: right? Right, right. that makes sense. So yeah. let's
1: talk about that, thoughts, like, yeah. what's happening there. Well, basically, where you put your attention will get you to start to feel a certain way, right? So we have seventy to 80,000 thoughts that go through our mind every day. About 80% of them are going to be negative. Wow. Right? So- Um, if you start to focus and think those negative thoughts are real, guess what? You're going to start to feel those negative emotions. That's going to raise up the stress hormones, increase inflammation, yada, yada, yada. Right. Can you notice that they are just thoughts and that you have the control of focusing on what thought you like? You have the control of writing your own story. Mm. This happened. You can make it mean a pity story and turn yourself into a victim Or you could take that same situation and say, oh no, that was an opportunity of growth for me. I grew from that experience. And just reframing those things in your mind, making things mean something different, changing your story will change your biology. Mm. Because shifting your thoughts, shifting your perspective, the story, and all those things will ultimately shift your emotions. And we talked to you about emotions and and how that makes you feel.
0: Yeah, it's interesting with thoughts because, man, like the more that, I guess I've grown in success and other things. I've realized like it always had started from my thoughts, right? Every business idea was a thought. Every adjustment you made is a thought. Every, you know, reason why, you know, I've done what I've done is because I first thought about it before doing it. None of it just happened by luck. It's not like just this crap just came out of thin air. So I've now been very, very protective of my mind. I'm like, all right, who are the people that are talking to me, right? Like, are, are there negative people around me? I don't want to be near them, you know? What am I watching? You know, if I'm watching just Netflix and whatever, and it's not, you know, if I'm watching the news and everyone's just talking about the market crashing, right? like, what am I going to think? Um, if I'm just watching social media mindlessly and not getting anything. So it's like now I spend the majority of my time just doing things that I know are going to, like, benefit me you know so it's like okay i'm going to read books like i'm going to go hang out with my family like i'm going to spend my time doing things that basically make my thoughts more powerful
1: yeah you got to mind the garden of your brain um because if not you can let the weeds of negativity grow and that's going to actually affect your biology right so you're doing all the right things like improving your your mindset by listening to things that actually you know give you new ideas. And then you mentioned something that's super important, which is the next thing, which is community. The people that you hang out with, you adopt their energy, their belief, their behaviors. So if you want to be healthy, hang out with healthy people. If you want Mm -hmm. to be wealthy, hang out with wealthy people, because you'll adopt those things. Cause we are basically the results that we have in our life are basically all of the conscious choices that we make. And so we want to make better choices, hang out with people that, that, that are making those choices as, as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I, I, before you came,
0: you know, we just interviewed Houston Crosta, and, um, he was literally saying that he goes, dude, you need to start hanging out with me longer. Cause then, uh, you're going to end up buying a, a $3 million car and this, and that I'm like, I don't want to hang out with you because I'm good. I know that that will happen. I don't want to buy that. He's <laughs> like, Nah, dude, you got to hang out with me. You got to hang out with me. Cause you know, you're going to start leveling up. And I'm like, yeah, there's actually a lot of truth to that.
1: <laughs> yeah um well yeah yeah there there, there is a lot of truth to that like houston i i wanted to reach out because I, I don't want him that to be an entrepreneur who's chasing all that stuff because I, I could tell that he's insulin resistant just by looking at him right right yeah
0: yeah he definitely um and we talk about it on the show like he knows he needs to work on his health and um you know he, he's a very typical entrepreneur yeah. that, that i see all the time like they uh they they're so driven on everything they do and um you know, it's easy to take other things to a back seat because we only have so much time, right? So yeah. it's like, man, the hour that I was going to spend at the gym, I mean, if I put that towards business, the ROI is, is going to be so much higher. And then, you know, what's the ROI on my health? It doesn't make me any
1: money. Yeah. You don't That's see that I'm initially until, until you get to the point where you can't perform like you can Like there's this quote from the Dalai Lama who said, who was asked, what do you found most interesting about humanity he said, man, because he would sacrifice his health in order to make money and then sacrifice his money to recuperate his health. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much the story of entrepreneurs.
0: Yeah. I I've realized that like very early that my health and relationships and all that is so much more important to me than like how much money I make. And yeah. so I, I actively make the, the conscious decision of like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Like, why wouldn't you do this? i I'm like, because it's going to like, nothing is free, you know, yep. like it, there's a cost to everything you do. And so the cost is, well, where am I going to get that time from? Where, yeah. where is it coming from? Is it going to come from my family or my faith or my health, or is it going to come from a different business and yeah. like, w- what's going to happen?
1: Absolutely. I went from a place where I had a multimillion dollar house in LA, a uh, nice dream car. I was so tired, so fatigued out and so unhappy when I did that. And I sold everything, did a lot of personal development, started to pivot my career, living in my parents' house with security bars lined across the house with a really crappy yard and two liquor stores at the end of my block. Uh-huh. And there was a, I remember a day that I, I looked up because, you know, my fiance and her daughter moved in with me and her daughter was just so stoked because they never even had their own bedroom and their own yard. And she was just glowing. And I was just like, wow, she's so happy. And to see her happy just made me happy. And At that point, I was like, wow, I have a lot less materially than I ever had before, but I am half happier and definitely healthier in mind and body and spirit. Um, And, and then once I got there, once you start to align yourself with what you're doing, the, the abundance will come elsewhere because now I'm getting paid a lot to do keynotes and, and TV shows and things like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. So what's the last one? You said community?
1: Yeah. Community. It's, you know, the people around you are basically um, can bring you up or down, can bring down your emotions like energy vampires. So maintaining healthy, fruitful relationships is so important um, because we are social beings. We are meant to be in community with each other. And so when you isolate, that's the other thing. If you isolate um, loneliness uh, in the elderly actually brings about more disease and people die earlier if, if they're lonely. So making sure you, you nurture them um, and, and creating those, those, those relationships are very important for your health as well.
0: Most people want to get rich at all costs. They make sacrifices with their family, their health, and their faith all in the pursuit of money without even realizing it. But what if I told you it doesn't have to be that way? What if you could grow your wealth in all areas of life? Well, it's possible. And that's why I created The Wealthy Way. It's a community of people striving to grow together in all areas. And we have multiple tools free to use that are completely free. You can get access to the Wealthy Way Planner, where you can set goals and hold yourself accountable on a daily basis. We also have our Wealth Builder Academy, which is over four hours of content teaching you how to manage your time, create the right goals, and all the biggest secrets I've used to grow my life, not only in my net worth, but in all aspects. Lastly, we have our Discord community where thousands of wealth builders are all over the world encouraging one another and growing together. And once again, all of this is completely free. There are no upsells, there are no hidden catches. For me, this is a passion project and I want to build a community of like-minded people. So if you want to start living the wealthy way today, go to wealthyway.com. There you can get all the free resources like the course, planner, and Discord community. So go to wealthyway.com. So, I mean, I've kind of realized this too, and um, I created something called The Wealthy Way. Um, For anybody who wants it, everything there is free. It's a course, it's a planner, it's a community, wealthyway.com. And, you know, basically I created this acronym called WEALTH, and it stands for Worship, Education, Affluence, um, Lifestyle, Team, and Health. And so... For me it was like every entrepreneur needs to be pursuing these things. You need to be working on your faith, you need to be working on your business. You got to be working on, you know, the the people around you, your community, you got to be working on your health, you got to be working on um, you know, your lifestyle too, you know, what do you enjoy doing? And so the more I just started to like understand that I become more successful the more well-rounded I am in mm-hmm. all these areas because it's like, man, you could be great at 5 out of the 6, but
1: that 6 brings you down. Yeah.
0: You know crazy.
1: Yeah. It's really important that all those things are energetically connected. And if one is real poor, it's going to pull everything else down too. Right. So. Exactly. It's kind
0: of, um, I tell this story too, to
1: entrepreneurs when they're hiring people, I'm like, look,
0: if you have one bad apple in your company, you need to get rid of them because one bad apple can bring down 10 good people. Yeah. You know, it's like, dude, one guy's got bad energy, just always just down and all this crap. He can bring down the rest. Yeah. It's crazy. So now all of those make complete sense. Um, You know, like, what would you say for these entrepreneurs who are listening now? Like, what are like, they're listening and they're like, man, I get it. That makes sense. Like, what do they do from there? Like, what's the next step?
1: Yeah. Well, I think, I think like you, you reached out and say, oh, you know what? I want to take a look under the hood. So if you haven't gotten a blood test or gotten a physical go see somebody and, and don't just go to maybe like a regular GP that has 15 minutes to spend with you. Right. Um, you want to go to somebody who's more of a lifestyle doc, who's focused on performance and things like that, but you know, get an assessment there. And, and again, I'm going to plug my book because those are the seven things you really need to know. And if you can't afford to go see a doctor or anything like that, if you focus on those seven things, audit your life in those areas mm-hmm. um, and do that first. Um, and then do them, you know, with with the doctor to see where, where all the labs are. And usually, when you fix those seven things, your labs are actually going to normalize. And it's not until we get a little bit older that you know some of our hormones start to dip. Um, and so, you're, if you're in your 40s and whatnot, and you're starting to notice that uh, your energy's down, your libido's down, your 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 edge, you're starting to lose some of that, then you might want to consider you know TRT at that point.
0: Right, right.
1: What do you think? Like the
0: lifespan of humans is gonna be. I mean, I'm in my 30s. Like it just seems like
1: our lifespan
0: keeps increasing with all of these new things. Like
1: the li- lifespan, I think, you know the longest lived human lives, you know, kind of like in their late, you know, 120s, like 126, 129, like a French lady. Um and I think that's gonna be pushed further with all these new technologies. Here's the thing though, and here's what I want to remind people. We've got the science of longevity, which is all the biohacking devices, stem cells, exosomes, and and all this anti-aging medicine that that I practice. But if we looked at populations where people live the longest in the world, like Okinawa, like Costa Rica, like Loma Linda, California, like Sardinia in Italy, they didn't have access to any of this stuff.
0: They're all natural.
1: Yes. So yes, there's a science of longevity, but there's also the art of living, living a beautiful life Mm. and living that beautiful life actually also turns on those genes and the biology of longevity. So, I mean, we're fortunate because here in this country, we can combine both. But so many people are forgetting that art of living part. Benjamin Franklin said some people die at 25. They're just not buried until 75. Mm. And so with all this technology, if you're just hustling your entire life, work, 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 are you just pushing back the date you are buried if you forget about living that beautiful life? So that's the reminder to be conscious and create the life, a beautiful life that you love living every day.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. I, I've actually changed my belief on kind of like spending for that very reason. You know, I, I, I used to be super frugal, you know, especially in my twenties. Um, I was always like, well, let's 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 save for the future. Let's save for the future. Let's sacrifice now to, you know, do that. And, You know, I I would say once I turned 30, I started to enjoy my life a little more. Started eating at nicer restaurants, vacationing more, you know, kind of buying nicer things. And obviously my wealth had grown by then, but I could have totally done a lot of that stuff way sooner, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I do think that there's this um, balance of being, you know, financially responsible and like wanting to pursue your career, but also enjoying life in the meantime, not trying to go build up for retirement all Mm -hmm. the time.
1: Yeah, certainly. Every, every moment of every day is meant to be enjoyed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm with you on that one.
0: Um, what do you think just about, um, stem cells and everything else? Like as somebody was telling me, um, this book, Tony Robbins, just did yeah, life right. force, life force. Right. And I haven't read it yet because apparently it's like 30 hours to read or something. Like <laughs> I'm just like, they're like, read Tony Robbins life force. I looked, I was like 30 hours. I don't have time to read all this. Like, but they were saying, yeah, there's so many new
1: technologies
0: where it's like Tony was going to have to get surgery and then they just gave him stem cells and he was good.
1: Yeah. It's definitely, I wouldn't say it's a panacea. I think it's it's worked for some, some people and we're studying it more and more, uh, stem cells and the stem cells basically secrete these vesicles called exosomes. So that's what's, uh, those things are. And they're under the umbrella of regenerative medicine. So every, every time you get injured, stem cells get released, they go to the site of injury, they secrete their, their stuff, and they, they cause the body to heal itself. Um, and so we're finding more uses where if there's an injury or if there's any inflammation, stem cells and exosomes are, um, can be very, very beneficial. Has it always worked for people? No, it's very, very expensive. And you know on occasion, they, they have some negative side effects as well. What do you think's like the most unheard of
0: thing that's that's happening right now that people just don't even know about yet? I mm. guess in the preservation field, or you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I would probably initially say when I mention like peptides or when I mention exosomes, people are like, "Oh, those are some fancy words," and this is really under the umbrella of regenerative medicine. Where I think people are just forgetting again, I think is forgetting. That art of living piece.
0: That's the that's the secret sauce.
1: That's really the secret sauce. I mean, if if you're if you're all just about extending life or performance or whatever it is, and and your life is really just consumed about, you know, um, about maybe, you know, building this so that you forget about the rest of your life. What are you do you What are you extending your life for? Yeah, and and there's there's just so much technology, and now we've got technology to to combat other technology. You know, we don't get good light, so we need blue light blocking glasses and things like that. So, <laughs> um, so again, I think just remembering to live a beautiful life and remembering to be conscious as, as much as you can Bro, to not be in I, the matrix.
0: It's funny you said that because I think that was what I first told you when we
1: first got on the phone. You're like,
0: yeah, you know, so what do you want to do? Like, what are your goals? And tell me about how you feel and your health. And I was like, honestly, I feel great. You know, at the end of the day, um, I think I take care of myself and I live a pretty good lifestyle. And, um, I don't think I feel like sluggish or anything. Like I need a boost or anything like right. that. Um, and you're like, great, great, great. And I was like, you know, but, but I do see a lot of people I know they're all like trying to get TRT and all this stuff. And, you know, we, the more we talked about it, you, you pretty much said what you said about lifestyle. You're like, yeah. you know, as long as your lifestyle is good and you're doing what you're doing, like you don't need it. And I was like, that's what I've been saying. I've been saying that the reason most people need it besides age, if they need it earlier in their their life, it's because they just didn't live right. Like that's it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like
0: you're out of shape and you don't eat right. You don't sleep. Like, what do you expect?
1: Exactly it. I mean, again, it's just how we're living and how we live uh, controls our biology. And I want people to know that because we've got chronic disease. One in two Americans have a chronic disease. One in four Americans have multiple chronic diseases and all of that stuff could actually shift because, Our best medicine is how we live our life. Yeah. I love that. Um, You mentioned peptides.
0: Yeah. Like I've, I've seen a lot of people talk about that too. Yeah. Like what is a peptide versus like TRT?
1: Okay. So a peptide is basically a small protein fragment. That's all it is. And proteins is what makes our bodies do what they do. So there's different proteins for different functions in our body, right? So insulin is a peptide. It's a small protein fragment and its job is when it senses sugar, it'll turn on these these channels for the cells so that sugar can, can enter the cells. That's insulin's job. There's basically proteins that do everything. There's proteins that actually help increase growth hormone production in your body. So now there are the synthetic proteins that are being produced that mimic the peptides that are actually in your body. Mm. So you've got peptides that help with increasing growth hormone production. Those are called growth hormone secretagogues. You've got peptides that actually help with erections. Yes, erections, uh, called bremelanotide, It actually works in the central nervous system uh, to help increase erections in men and increase sexual desire in women. Mm. You've got peptides that help uh, rejuvenate the skin because it, it helps with collagen production. So you've got peptides for- Basically, multiple different functions in the body. The popular ones are the ones that are anti-inflammatory and are healing, such as BPC one fifty seven. But multiple different functions, and all they are are just small protein fragments.
0: And so, what do you do? You just
1: do they inject them with like what? How do you take them? Um, so there are uh, three uh, main routes that are, that uh, is being taken. One intranasally. Some could be taken in a troche form, which is something you just dissolve in your mouth and others you, um, inject subcutaneously. So you pinch a little belly fat and you inject it that way.
0: Okay. Got it. Got it.
1: I was thinking about, um, as you were mentioning that with
0: inflammation and stuff, um, I've seen so many of these studies about just like gut and inflammation and like all this stuff. And Mm -hmm. I have no idea, but it seems like it's becoming this really big thing.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, people are eating like crap and the thing is when your gut's not healthy, you're not going to be healthy because if a disturbed gut, you know, it's called dysbiosis, your gut basically is a lining that protects all the, the shit that you eat literally. So you've got shit and then you've got your gut protecting you against that shit going into your body, mm. right? So if you eat things that are that are unpleasant to your gut, and your gut gets inflamed. That barrier is going to start to open up. Mm. When that barrier opens up, literally, the shit that that's in your in, in your bowels are going to interact with your immune system. That's there. That's not good. That's going to basically ramp up uh, inflammation in your body. That's what. That's how a lot of autoimmune disorders are caused, and we're, we're we're thinking that that's also one of the causes of a lot of chronic diseases that we have as well.
0: So there, yeah, it just seems like there's all these new gut things coming out and probiotics and all that stuff. Like I just, I, I've been sitting there looking at I'm like, I just don't understand why it's such a big deal, but that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So if you're having any symptoms, sometimes, you know, a lot of people, a lot of functional medicine doctors start with the gut. Hmm.
0: What's your thoughts on, um, basically like COVID and, and where you think things are going with that? Like, do you think that I mean, obviously, it seems like you don't really hear too much about COVID anymore. It was way bigger, you know, last year. Yeah. But do you see that being something that is just your body, once again, a lifestyle thing? You're just going to be more affected than other people? Or do you see it like our bodies are now kind of combating it much better now? Because you don't hear it as much.
1: Right. Well, a a few things. One, I think when COVID first um, stepped on the scene, we, we noticed a lot of hospitalizations and death in people who were overweight, who are diabetic, and basically who had chronic disease, right? So if you don't focus your life in those seven areas, again, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to beat people to, to this, your immune system was also weakened. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it showed people why we are so vulnerable, but the virus has also changed. It's becoming, you know, from that pandemic, more of an endemic. We see a lot of variants now where people happen to get it, um, and it's not as virulent as the, the, a, the initial uh, wave that we were getting, like delta and things like that. Right. And so what we're starting to see is it's becoming more like the flu, and it's just going to be a part of the population. And most viruses um, tend to follow this path. Why? Because if you were a virus and you wanted to continue to, to pass on your uh, DNA – killing off your host is not a good game plan, <laughs> right? And so it's become less virulent so that it can it can uh, do right. that. Yeah, exactly. And that's a good thing because that means that, you know, the hosts aren't being, being killed off and it just could be something that becomes very seasonal like the flu. Right.
0: What do you think about these extreme diets? So and I'm just, I'm hitting you with every question that I've always <laughs> wondered about, by the way. So these definitely might seem random, but- you know, I, I've i seen these different guys who are like, go the carnivore diet. yeah, Go the, the vegan diet. Like, do you see any like merit to doing extreme either way?
1: It would, it would depend. I would probably say extreme generally. I don't like the extremes because I would probably say the people who are pushing... Uh, for the extremes tend to be very extreme, and there 's a lot of like f- you know fights mm-hmm. going on um uh on the airwaves and in social media for people like you know really um, you know hitting each other. Um, I would probably say there could be instances where certain diets fit a little bit better for you depending on your lifestyle, depending on your activity level, and also kind of depending on um, uh, the disease processes you might have, like for example. The carnivore diet. You all, we know that a lot of autoimmune disorders normally happen because your body's reacting. Something's, you know, your gut is reacting to something you're eating. A lot of that tends to be plant proteins. And if you happen to eliminate that stuff, you're eliminating some antigen that's, that's, that's causing that. So some people feel that eating a carnivore diet is good for people with autoimmune disorders.
0: Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. So what about these
1: dairy-free and gluten diets? Yeah, I would probably say that uh, gluten Dairy, soy, corn are typically the main culprits for people that, you know, if if you've got gut issues, those tend to be the main culprits. So if you want to start, you know, if you've got symptoms like that, eliminating those from your diet first and seeing if you feel better is a good way to go. And then slowly adding one of them back in and seeing how you react.
0: Mm, That makes sense. Yeah, I remember I was feeling really sluggish back in college and I'm like, man, why do I not feel so good?
1: And so I got a food allergy test and they're like, yeah, you came back as being gluten intolerant.
0: And so I stopped eating bread um, because I was eating a big old Subway sandwich before every game. Mm. And I stopped eating it. Now, all of a sudden I felt instantly better. I was like, holy crap. Like, I can't believe like how much better I feel. Mm -hmm. And you would have never told me that eating a Subway sandwich was a bad
1: thing. Right. So food can be medicine, but it could also be a poison.
0: Yeah. And you know, I still eat gluten
1: now because I'm not trying
0: to be peak performance. Like I'm not facing a 95 an hour pitch. Mm-hmm. You know, I can function eating bread now, but it's made me really think about it. Like, I guess the next step for me is to get another food test. I haven't had that in like 10 years either.
1: And you'll, what you may notice also is, um, your food allergy test might change depending on what's happening in your life. And once you start to fix some, certain things, like for example, if I get a food allergy test and you've got like. IgG for like a bunch of foods. That's telling me your gut is off. And those, those uh, antigen from the food is just leaking through, which is why you're allergic to so many different things. And you'll find that if you f- figure out that culprit, heal the gut, the things that you were quote unquote, potentially allergic to before you're not anymore. Mm.
0: Goes back to lifestyle. Yeah. Goes back to lifestyle. Somebody told me to, I I love um like, edamame and tofu and anything soy. And they're like, dude, you cannot eat soy. That is like high estrogen, mm-hmm. terrible for your testosterone. Is that true?
1: Yeah, I would, um, um, I I like soy. The soy, I would probably say more than, you know, uh, many other things. It has to be organic. Um, so, tempeh is is a great soy product and just make sure that the tofu is organic because if not, then it could be, uh, you know, just a disruptor to your hormones. Yeah. Yeah.
0: One thing I want to say too, for everyone listening, right? The reason I'm asking all these questions is because we don't necessarily think about this as entrepreneurs so much. We're like, eh, you know, whatever. I'm still walking and living. It's cool. Like my business is crushing. But I would say if you feel good and you look good, and you're just living, you know, by the seven lifestyle habits that um, Kian is saying, you're gonna crush your competition, and Absolutely. that's what I, that's what I always say, and I'm not afraid to say. I'm like, look, whenever I come across an entrepreneur who I know is out of shape and they just, you know, aren't doing what I'm doing because what I'm doing is not easy, takes a lot of discipline. Nope. Like, you're just not gonna beat me in the long term. Like, you could beat me in the short term, but your body's gonna give out. You, you're not gonna win. And that's just the reality, like, as an athlete. And, you know, it's not like I'm really competing so hard with companies or other people, but it's just like, if I was, if I know you're not taking care of yourself, I I just, like, internally here in my mind, I know I already got you. You're toast. Yeah. Oh,
1: absolutely. And, and I just know, I mean, from looking at certain people, don't look, at, you know, don't look at the numbers uh, so much. It's just also, like, are, are you happier too? Right. I mean, there, there's gotta be a price that you pay, you know, for, for being, being happy and the happiest person on, on earth might need very, very little material things to actually keep going. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like how much do you really need at that point? Right. Like, why are you continuing, like you said, to push business? Or are you just delaying your grave?
1: Like you said, there you go. Right. It's crazy.
0: So, um, for those who, uh, you know, are vibing with what you're saying, um, i'll put this book up here so for for those of you looking um wrote a book called thrive state it's on amazon i assume yep yep Yep. so i'm gonna read it um after talking about this because i want to continue to work on my health and um you're actually a concierge doctor which is something new that i've learned yeah so like you can work with people explain like how that works
1: yeah so uh again a lot of my clients uh they are men uh typically over the age of 40 usually have done very well I don't have a lot of time to just go through doctors visiting things like that. So I spend a lot of time with my clients, number one, making sure that we create a new lifestyle for them so they can continue crushing it for years and years and years. Um, And uh, you know, I do a lot of the work telemedicine, but uh, you actually have to come visit me either in Arizona, Maryland uh, or or California uh, to establish care.
0: Mm. Nice.
1: Yeah. So um, where can they find you? They can find me all over social media at kienvu md uh the website's kienvu.com and uh if you want three free chapters of the book just to get started thrivestatebook.com
0: thrivestatebook.com well kien dude um i'm sure they're going to check it out i think everyone needs to start taking their health way more seriously i think a blood test is a great way to do it get a baseline um i'll also suggest getting one of these aura rings i wish aura needs to sponsor me because i keep shouting them out since i've gotten one but i think it's great you know a lot of people like those whoop um kind of bands too a ring is easier for me, but I think just getting a baseline of your health, having a guy like Keen look at it and tell you where you're deficient so that way you can work on it. And then, um, you know, I'm a big believer in everything he's saying with like, it it comes just from lifestyle. Like if you're, if your doctor's like, Oh, we'll take an antidepressant and take this, take that, take that. It's like, no, dude, like you got to fix your lifestyle. Like, yeah, sure. You can, that stuff can help, but you need to fix the foundation.
1: At the end of everything I talk about, I always remind people that you are your best medicine.
0: 100%. Totally agree. Well, dude, it's been great having you on the show. Appreciate you stopping by here in Vegas. Guys, if you like this one, make sure you follow T and make sure you subscribe. Catch you on the next one. Peace. Thanks for watching The Ryan Pineda Show. If you want to work with me, head over to ryanpineda.com. You can find my courses, coaching programs, and upcoming events. We also have free resources you can download, so head over to ryanpineda.com.